This is a big timing comedy production. Coming to you from the heart of Kingsville, Maryland. A place where the beer flows like wine. Deep inside the torture chambers of producer Mike. Big Timing Comedy presents Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy. Hosted by the founders and pioneers of Big Timing Comedy, Stefan Subotic. I'm your Huckleberry. And Eric Jolliger. Yeah! 100 push-ups in 20 minutes! And featuring Wendy Townsend. Shawing! Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. I want to jerk the wheel into a goddamn bridge in Puntman! Oh, is that the finger? Did we get the finger? Stefan, did we get the finger? We did. Did we? We did. Did we? We did. All right. We did. Good day, good evening, insomnia-ridden night. Wherever you are listening, this is episode 187. We are right here in the Western Sun Vodka Studio. Western Sun is out of Pilot Point, Texas, launched in 2011, and is made with U.S. Midwestern corn, which is a grass. And it has, and it is ten times distilled for a smooth, quality drink. Go out and get your bottle of original peach, cucumber, lime, blueberry, raspberry, watermelon, prickly pear, and or grapefruit, orange coming soon. Yeah, gross. <laughs> oh, patrons, we need new patrons. We need more mm. patrons. We mm. love the patrons we have, but mm. we need more. Mm. We want more. Mm. Because we have really, really good bonus content out there that you're really going to like. You will not be disappointed if you think we get wily on our regular episodes. Wait until you get to an after dark. Oh, they're so good. So good. We go over the top. We take it to an 11. Nope, excuse me. It's my turn. Uh, no, I get to answer that. No, no. I? no. I get to... No. Uh, would, nope. you, would you just shut no, up? It's my... Would you just shut up? Shut up, you clown. <laughs> right. For as little as $3 a month, you can join the club. But if you go for the extra 2 bucks, right. $5, you start getting the sweet gear, t-shirts, koozies, stickers, handy boys from Stefan. Whatever. COVID safe, gloves. With, I, oh, and he's got this uh, sweet, he can even can. do a branded face mask yeah. while... Uh, uh, while he's doing that, definitely going to be using the gloves and face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want a handy boy? You better, you better not be into lips because you ain't seeing them. It's so silky. Isn't they it? are so silky. It is. They are like a, it is like a delicate pair of panties. It is. That was, a, that was an accurate. Whoever came up with that, that was an accurate Spot description. Yeah. I like how Bob was. He was the original uh, commenter of that. He's like, they're a lot like panties. I should have said underwear. That's so yeah. creepy. That yeah. No, but you're not wrong because what guy is wearing a pair of underwear that are this, this silky? Really? Yeah, yeah, you're not going to wear that on your face. Maybe Fabio. Yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah. Hey now. So that's our guest. You hear his lovely, lovely, deep, deep voice. He's a heavy hitter on 93.1 WPOC right here in Baltimore. Uh, honorably, he's become a really good friend of ours here right at Podcast. I love you guys. Um, and he always comes bearing gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome back from episodes 135, 136, 186 now. Uh, you can hear him on 93.1 WPOC, 10 to 3 on weekdays, Bob Delma. Thank you. Thank you. And hey, shout out to Mike, the uh, producer engineer god over there who makes a great pulled pork sandwich, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he does. He yeah. is awesome. Uh, so Love yeah, you. I'm very happy to be here. You guys are fantastic, super talented. And uh, I've always, you know, I always been, we were talking off the air about uh, stand-up comedy and everything. And 
I, I that is something. I'll tell you what. I mentioned this probably before last year, but of all of the things in show business, for me, this is just my opinion. Musician, actor, you know, whatever you do in the arts, stand-up comedy to me, I, I have such a respect for it because mm-hmm. you have a bunch of people coming in that are paying just to see you and your words and your performance with those words on stage to elicit a laugh. I right. Mean, I, I, there's when you think about that, that's an amazing thing, and I just I am so envious of people like both of you and and like Justin Schlegel and the other local comics in Baltimore who who do that every day and it's uh it's incredible it really is Miss Wendy Miss Wendy Yes Sean. Wendy of course she's a great stand up she's amazing Yeah so anyway I'm Bob happy to be it. here Bob gets it Thank I love you. that he gets it Yeah you, I do I do I have a great respect My best out. friend is in LA he's a stand up comic too Who's that Jerry yeah. Seinfeld Uh <laughs> Actually, his name is Frank Nicotero. Oh. He used to host a show called Street Smarts uh, in the uh, early... That sounds really familiar. Yeah, right? for five years. It was kind of like, you know how Jay Leno used to do jaywalking and ask yeah. silly yeah, yeah. He made They made a game show out of that. So he was on it for five years, and he uh, does warm-up for shows like uh, America's Got Talent um, and X Factor when it was on. He's good. Uh, Your boy's yeah. good, though. He's, yeah. he's really good. He's I mean, he really should have like a comedy special special yeah. i think what have i seen him on this is him by the way Stephon. his cousin is greg nicotero i was gonna ask that be the special effects artist special effects yeah. artist for horror movies and walking, walking dead, dead and now a director for walking dead and now yeah. uh shutter the streaming service has uh, they brought creep show and they made mm-hmm. it a uh a sh- uh, television show and he heads that and frank my friend frank he actually his cousin Got a, a role on that recently, so, so we're, cool. we're very proud of him. What a neat little family they have! Yeah, that's like a the, super the quirky end of the showbiz uh, spectrum. Frank's dad was a, a DJ in Pittsburgh where I lived, and we I actually worked at the same station. He did much many years later after that. Uh, he passed, but oh, anyway, he did, that, he uh, did warm up for the X Factor. Man, yeah, that's man, that's, that's a that. tough gig being an audience warm up uh, role. Like that's tough. So yeah, he's got to have some chops on him if he did that. He did it a lot too. Yeah, he just riffs. See, they play games. You know, you know how it goes. Yeah. You just rile the audience. Our up friend Missy was doing that yeah, for Missy, uh, Doctor Oz. She was on yeah. Doctor oh, Oz yeah. doing the same thing. I asked her what that's like, and it, it is. That's what she said. Her job was basically. I don't know if it's the exact same, but her job was basically like to like hype people up, like either before or in between. Like you said, playing games with them, keep yeah. people engaged. Absolutely right, and, and in the breaks too. Yeah. Before the show and then during the commercial breaks. And yeah, he loves it. They pay really well, too. Well, what I think so funny uh, is, is that it's sorry, like. I'm sorry. Well, but they're not I just, just doing. his credits. Hang on one second before you get there. They're not. What's really interesting about that role is is that it goes to a comedian because it looks like it's not unique to just your buddy, right? It, like these shows have the the hype person, so to speak, right? Because it's not just doing stand up. I just find it interesting to be that it's not an actor, like you said. Like you know, there's a lot of realms to entertainment. They're picking a comic. From to what hype I people. understand, most of the people who do that in LA are stand ups, yeah. who do shows at the store or whatever, but right. and also. Uh, do this as gigs too. I mean, there was a. You guys have seen Crashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I yeah. The, what's the guy's Pete name? Holmes. Pete Holmes. Uh, there was an episode where he was doing warm up too, and and I, I think he did that in real life as well uh, before he made. Yeah, it he big, did. So yeah. he had to have. That guy is pretty good. Pretty right, yeah. Give us, give us some of Fred. Did you say Fred? Fred Nectaro? Frank. 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 Sorry. No, give, us, I, I, give us some of Frank's I credits. Just real, I just remembered where I saw him. He played as Marty in 2008 film. 
Ginger Dead Man 2, <laughs> oh, Passion of, of the Crust. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, Marty. <laughs> that, oh, Marty. Why didn't you say so, Bob? <laughs> Sorry. And there's a horror movie called Wishmaster. He's got a very yes. small role. Yes. Wait, Wait a minute. Was, now, now Wishmaster's a big franchise, though. That, that spawned like three or four sequels. Yes. Out of 97, 1997, he, he was, was man in convenience. Pharmacy customer pharmacy number two. Yes. <laughs> But he had a line. I think his line was, are you okay? The guy was like on the ground. <laughs> hey, that's a line. Yeah, one of the yeah. That's a line, though. He that's got a line. He got a line. He Absolutely. He did. So, yeah, I got, I got what a, was the? I'm sorry. I, I, tell me one more time the other one that he was in. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, the, the blockbuster film in 2008, he played as Marty in the Ginger Dead Man 2 Passion of the Cross. Passion of the Cross. The second one, <laughs> much like Godfather 2, yeah. better. No, better than the original. I'll tell you I what, think. nothing gets you over the top uh, <laughs> like making fun of the crucifixion of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for a couple oh. extra butts in the seats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they may, love that. that Maybe yeah. the title so far. He was yeah. also in a, uh, a TV miniseries in 2013. He was racer number three in... Tiny Commando. Oh, I don't. I don't I'd never heard of that. I don't remember Tiny Commando. Who was the Tiny Commando? Can you click into look, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me check out the, the Tiny Tell Commando. Me. When Rosie O'Donnell had her show, he was on as a guest. Oh, yeah? uh, and uh, oh, oh my God, Lucky Craig, Craig Ferguson. He uh, did some stand up. Did this stand up bit on Craig Ferguson. Oh, cool. But I don't know. He's, Is he still he's, active? Well, uh, here's the thing. Uh, there's no warm up going on right yeah. now, so that's his like that's how he pays his bills. So it's tough right now. Well, I was so gonna we, say we could, you know, again as the world opens back up. If you, get, it sounds like you got a great comic body. We'd love to have him come out and do a show. Oh uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I yeah. Would, I'll talk talk to him about that. Definitely. And let me tell you what he is. And I'm not just saying this because he's my friend. Because I'm very picky with comedy, and yeah. I, mean, I, I wish I could do it myself. Uh, he's dynamite. He's he's uh, okay. he's his face. I, I his face is very familiar. I've seen him. I just can't. I can't pinpoint. I'll wake up in the middle and be like, I remember, and I'll be texting you about. Like I remember. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Also, I think the cost of travel might be a little cheaper because I know it this, is. I know this great. Air, I know this great Airbnb in Severna Park that he could actually. <laughs> 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 oh my god I'll put them up yeah, yeah no problem. it's great Anne Arundel County property so, right by the airport no. yeah. so Tiny Commando actually one well, of the we cr- should have carpooled by the way sorry <laughs> we should have, should have. You, guys, you, just, you guys were probably passing each other on the highway I, I think you I and I live like you lived near me I yeah. did next time in a year right next, <laughs> next year next hey, year next year next anniversary right I, uh, I, what am I going to do next anniversary? You know what? Uh, don't invite me back. I, I have no more ideas for <laughs> gifts. That's it. I, I well, got yeah, nothing. but I mean, you could have said that last year, and then COVID hit, and then bam, idea. <laughs> also, what if we have like killer bees, and then you just get as a beekeeper out? Oh, just true. let the world branded, continue. Wait, a branded world, beekeeper. Outfit. As the world continues to go to shit, I'm sure a good gift will reveal right. itself. Well, <laughs> this is a new episode. I gave them uh, masks with their right, logo right, on right. it uh, in the previous episode good for point, their good fourth point. anniversary last week. And right, last a, week. And sorry. they're very, they have a very... Uh, Silky. Yeah, very... Um, it God, says, what's the a, word actually, I want? On it, it says uh, four years. I forget what it says, but I Does changed it, oh, the, okay, I didn't the logo on it. It says four years of hilarious safe podcasting from podcast companies. Oh, safe, is so is a, safe is a choice word. We have right. been safe, haven't we? You guys did. are dangerous. And when I said yeah. that, I'm like, I meant safe like with the COVID no, no, thing. No, I know. No, I know, I know. That's why I'm, it's a great These play on words. These guys are cutting edge, okay? <laughs> it's gr- no, I they love it. safe. It's a great play on words because, yes, we're safe from a COVID perspective, but 
good. That's, that's it. where it stops. That's where it ends. Yeah. My God, one of our late night, our, our after dark episodes, we had a man sit in here with his balls in a bowl of soy yeah. sauce oh, also, nice. for 45 minutes to see if taste? he would taste it. Oh. Also, I know a lot of my friends' wives who go, hey, you're going out with Stefan tonight? Great. I feel safe. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. My wife is like, great, you're going out with Stefan again. See you next week. <laughs> um, so I'm safe. So just a quick step back. This tiny commando? Oh, By the way, Frank would love that you guys are talking about oh, him yeah. so much. Let's with hashtag, me as a guest let's on this make sure podcast. We hashtag yeah, get him to chime in on this. <laughs> hashtag uh, f- uh, Fred. F- Frank. 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 I said Fred again. Frank Nicotero. Yeah. And then we also got a hashtag fake Scott Pelt for Mike. <laughs> All right, just let me finish this tiny commando thing. So I've the, never heard of the that. The creator I, is one of the creators is Ed Helms. Really? Oh, really? That's a pretty big hitter right there. Now describe uh, the plot of. They, they, give me the synopsis of. Tiny it commando. just says add a plot in on IMDb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. It's like Wikipedia. You could uh, just create your own. Although it's got a seven point three out of ten right, stars. It a good reading. Is it a cartoon? Is it? A, I don't, is it, a, it tells is it a me film? nothing. Well, you've about got a cast. Go back up. Who's yeah. Who's Tiny Commando? I've never heard of it. It doesn't. No, it does. Oh, oh, Zachary Levi. Give, oh, Zachary Shazam! Levi? Yeah, this is a big Oh shit! Okay, I knew it. I knew. Wow. It. I knew this was a big role. Yeah, there's. A, oh wow. He's been in the same. Uh, Frank's been in the same movie as Shazam. I don't I mean, even know what the fuck Shazam is. It's a DC Come film. On. I know it's not Marvel, Eric. You haven't fucking haven't pulled your head it. out of that I universe yet, but there's a whole other <laughs> franchise out there. I used to watch a TV show when I was young. Yeah, there was yeah. a horrible 1974. Oh, it hasn't come out yet. Shazam had a TV show? Shazam, it was yep. a children's TV cartoon, show. Yeah. It's horrible. You can look it up on YouTube. It was YouTube. a cartoon? Yep. No, it was live oh, action. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, live wow. Action. And it was like 1974, and it was a kid, it was for a kid's show, and I used to watch it all the time. You should, it's really horrible. But, yeah, I uh, can't wait. Yeah, back in the day, that's what I remember it from, and they made it into uh, yeah, a movie. Oh, I mean, shit. I know it's a DC I character. I preferred The Almighty yeah. Isis. Uh, yes, ISIS. They they it was back at back to back. Hey guys, yeah. stop yelling! She was stop yummy. yelling, ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> she was yummy. We haven't heard okay. from them in a while, by the way. All right. I'm glad. I can yeah. I can reel Trump in now Steve. <laughs> because he, this actor is in Thor: The Dark World. So who is Frank? No, um, oh, the, the actor, Levi. Yeah. yeah, Levi. He is. He, oh yeah, he's one of the uh, the guys yeah. who f- he fights with. He got uh, replaced. He got replaced. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's here's right. the other thing. Just him, not the. He, by the way, the, the girl. I forget her name. Who's on Blood Spot? Is that what it is? With uh, is that a period about a period? No, I'm sorry. You're <laughs> talking about Jim, <laughs> Vin Diesel. Vin Di- Blood Bloodshot. Bloodshot. I haven't Bloodshot? seen it yet. No, the, no, not Bloodshot. The new Vin Diesel film. The the girl in Thor who was one of her her his merry men or whatever. Uh, she was like Lady uh, Sif. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think she should have been Wonder Woman, by the way. Oh, yeah, she, she would have been, been good. Awesome. Yeah, she would have been great. But she's got a TV show now. Her hair's cut short. She's got tattoos on her. What is that show? Oh, He's yeah. also in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, he was in the, th- uh, the th- he was in a couple of Thors. And um, he also did The Voice, because I have kids and I watch these movies all the time. He did Flynn Rider in Tangled, which is a great character, animated character, but that. he's... he's I love that. Frank that he auditioned for no. Shazam on video and got it. Like yeah. he didn't even go like uh, in person. He's on Mrs. Maisel too, a season of. Uh, if That's that. where I'm yeah. recognizing yeah. him from. He's, on, he's hysterical. He's really talented. Yes, because he plays this. Her- oh my god! I'm like, where do I recognize him from? That's Frank. what it is, Mrs. Maisel. Frank the Tank. Yeah. God, that's anyway. not. Where is that? Oh, there it is. I skipped right over you it. Just glazed right over the right actual over only it. fucking thing I, you knew. 
How did ah, you do that? I just how kept, did you wait? How did you not see like Marvelous Miss? <laughs> you just blocked that out and all the other shit like the Gingerbread Man Five, Return of the Crossword. <laughs> no, no, that was you're like, oh, this one looks good, but like Marvelous Miss Man. No, no, those are you're talking two different people here. Two <laughs> different people. Wait, who are? I thought we were still talking about. Frank. I was talking about Zachary oh, Levi. Oh, Bob and I. Bob and I both thought you were talking about. Frank. No, Bob was on me with the Levi thing. You're the only one that got left in the. the I'm pretty like sure Bob dust. and I both thought we were talking about. No, reference. You were talking about Frank. Bob and I were talking about Zach. Levy. No, I was talking about Zach Levy. Uh, You're be, talking let, about Frank. Let's agree to disagree. Yeah. I think it was an overlap, maybe. It's been a while since we've had one of these um, these uh, parental Trump-Biden uh, debates. <laughs> they also, they, <laughs> did you just shut up? Uh, did you just shut up, you clown? You clown. <laughs> <laughs> you clown. I'd also say these always tend to happen in the second episode when we've involved alcohol. A little bit, yes. Yeah. By yes. the way, the Western Sun is delicious. Absolutely. Can I just say, I've got the blueberry here. I highly recommend it. Gentry, Mr. Gentry, thank you, thank you, thank you. There's, thank there's you. the almighty Isis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's her. I see what I you guys are name. talking about. I had a thing mm. for long hair. <clears throat> you had a thing for it? Yeah. From the man that has no hair. <laughs> Ironic? Yeah. I think no. not. She's All right. Lo- she's lovely. I think it's time. It's this it's, For this episode, I think we need to do a, a proper fire your guns. Okay, Eric. Eric, you're in charge this time. I don't I'm want the res- I don't want the responsibility. Um, I'm thinking um, Second Amendment. You. I think we go Beluga. Oh shit! For Bob. Yeah. We should. Yeah. Tell him about it for our 201st episode. So we Bob, have, we, don't, we don't actually uh, let most guests. Yeah. No. Have this that. is this is uh, this is a very expensive bottle of Russian vodka. You can't get it in the United oh. States. Well, you can, but it's like. Why do well, you always undo the good stuff? Why do- <laughs> I believed you. <laughs> you can, but but you, no. but you must know someone. Also, but you have to know somebody. Also, this is entertainment. Just go with it. You have to know somebody. It's illegal in fifty-one out of forty-nine right. states. Are you right. serious? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Cause because it's, it's, it has actual balloon in it. And, uh, oh, yeah. and there's gold on there, and that's just no oh, good. you can't do that. And truffle oil. Are we in one of the states where it's uh, probably not? Most likely. Not, okay. We so we literally had an expat from Russia bring this to us. That's no true. way. And gave it he to us as a gift. Way. Holy cow. And I didn't realize what it was. And then I discovered it. And I was like, holy shit, this, it's, a, it's a cork. We looked it up. This is $120 a bottle. No, yeah. no shit. Um, and it's the smoothest vodka I've ever had right. in my life. It's and like look almost at me. like drinking water. Look at me. You know I've had a few cups of vodka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I know you. Yeah. I've, and we've I've, known each other yeah. a long time. <laughs> he's, he's looked up a petticoat or two. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to look... <laughs> You don't need to do much more than look at me to realize I've had alcohol. You enjoy your alcohol. I do, and I want you to have a little bit of this. You don't have to don't have to be big. Yeah, don't okay. have to be big. Okay. Just okay. I'm not trying to get you sip. fucked up. All right. But yes, you should try this. All right. DJ, if you would. All right, here we go. He's handing me the bottle. And I want your review. I want you to tell okay. us what you... That's a good aroma. Yeah. Okay, here we Oh, wow. Talking. Right? Keep like, talking. That is great. Isn't that amazing? That is really good. Sorry, I was busy looking at our comments. Um, oh, yeah. oh, God. Holy so cow. smooth. Chrissy oh, is back geez. on. Chrissy is back on. All right, I'm going to give this a pull. I look forward to this. We don't break this out very often, and as no. you can tell, we're getting low. That's nice. No, Kim. No. I like that Kim won't come in here and, uh, by the way, this is his girlfriend, Kim. Kim Kim is com- his girlfriend Mike's girlfriend Kim is commenting in the comment section on she says she's sitting out on the front porch because it's too cold in the house <laughs> you guys are just having a full blown fucking conversation <laughs> she just won't come in <laughs> in her comments I'm right here yeah 
Hey, Bill, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> She's like, okay. Michael, turn the burner off on the stove. The pulled pork is burning. <laughs> How much longer are you guys going to be? I'm going to go to bed. Well, here's the thing. Chrissy said I never had Mike's pork. So we got a little banter going on. And then Kim responded and said it's even better when it's pulled. Ah. And then Chrissy says, LOL. The ladies are fighting over Mike. They are fighting over you. Dirty girls. Man's got some meat meat fighting going on here. It's getting a little catty. Mike, you're pretty used to women fighting over your pork, Mm -hmm. aren't you? Always, yes. Mm -hmm. Do you like when they pull it or no? Of course. <laughs> do you pull your own I, pork? Or I told you, I wait. told Chrissy if she rushes up here, I'll give her Eric's goodie bag to go. Wow, oh. Mike, did you pull your own pork tonight? Or did I you did, have, or did you have Kim nope, do that? I did it all by myself. Wow, wow. good for you. Good, good for you. you. I don't know if I should be proud of you or a little bit sad. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit sad. Well, she stopped in to watch. Ooh, she watched you pull your pork. Man, you guys are is, kinky. This is going places. <laughs> Yeah. You don't even want to know what the first comment made when I walked in the door was. Uh, hashtag so, um, food porn. Yeah, no, it was, it was nothing to do with food. Uh, <laughs> Strapping you, man. <laughs> it had to do with yeah, we're we're gonna move on. Uh I was, think it's uh I think it's appropriate for the uh the Amazon plug here, Mike. Are you uh, I'm jumping the gun on it. Sorry. Sorry about that. It's not in the right place in the notes, but I it just seems Well it's never been in the placement thing. No, it's butt plugs. It's in the notes. <laughs> We haven't uh, got a good old-fashioned knockdown, drag-out argument between you two about some technological issue that nobody gives a shit about. Would you guys mind doing that for me? Plug! <laughs> you guys mind queuing that up for me? Please go to our homepage and click on the Amazon banner prior to purchasing anything. It helps us out. It doesn't cost you a dime, just a second of your time. But and uh, Yeah, you can buy anything from Amazon. Again, doesn't cost you a dime. Just a second of your time. Just click the banner, and it will zip you right over to Amazon. But plug! And we'll get some love. We'll get some love. Zippity-doo-dows. <laughs> T-shirt on. Oh, oh, we're going right into that. Oh, it's T-shirt time. Great Diving right into it. What is this? What are we doing? You'll know. You'll find out. Okay. We're giving away a T-shirt. Oh, no way. Yeah. So, um, it's t-shirt time. And, uh, yeah, go to the website. Go to the store page. You can order your very own Big Time and County t-shirt, long sleeve t-shirt, hoodies. Uh, do that today and get a free beer koozie and 20% off by using the code PGBLIVE. That's Paco's Got Balls, PGB Live. And, um... You know what? Since uh, since our man is so good at giving us gifts, uh, you can. Uh, do you? No, no, please. Do you want a T-shirt yeah. Yeah, like for your listeners? No, 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 no. Nope. It's a large, good size for yes. you. That's a long sleeve. Do you, you want sure? that? Yeah. I've got a whole box no, of them in my truck too. I'll wear the yeah. hell out of this. I got. Yeah. I've got. Oh, I've got you. black T-shirts in the car too. Like yeah. I got a whole bunch. No, of, this is perfect. Take it. Also, Bob, we don't have any listeners, so Thank just take you. it. <laughs> you have listeners. Take it. These are all fake numbers that we have just fabricated. Wear that on the air. What? I will. I don't know. This yeah, is fantastic. Is that a good size? This is perfect. Uh, hold on, it's, I, which try should you give him? Yeah, I give him a large. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely a large. 100%. I'm, a, I'm I mean, a medium, so you're definitely a large. Yeah, it, this, and it will, will shrink. It will shrink, too. Okay. I'll That's what this. she said. Thank yeah. you very much. Was not expecting this no, at man. all. I'm just Thank you. Be, uh, yeah. It's good. 100% polyester. 
Yes. Yeah. Don't no, get near an open flame. I will not. <laughs> you know, people tell me you've got a radio voice, and I'm all you know. I usually <laughs> suck my own dick and go, "Yeah, I do." And then you come on the I show, know. and the minute no. you open your mouth, know, I'm like, no. "God, I'm like, I want that." No, I you know. both. You both sound like you could be on the radio. 100. Yeah, percent You have great voices. Which one? Of, that was, which one of you on radio? Which one of you did radio? Bob, tell me more about it. But Steph, <laughs> that was a good setup. Yeah. Uh, you know Stephon. what? It's more about personality these yeah. days. You know, maybe like in the 70s and 80s, you got a voice. You should be on the radio. But I think it's more personality. Yeah. You don't really sound like anything now. But you, I mean, that, you really but do have like a fucking talent. great yeah. tone to it, and you're enunciated. You just you can tell. Like, Very clear. There's a professionalism oh, to you, you. Right. and you got a boom to it. And it's our. It's it's hey. Wow. You, I you got a great that. radio voice. Thank man. you. Yeah. It is. It 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 cuts like a knife. Man. <laughs> it's like so we have cool. other guests, and they're just they're just a voice, and then the radio. I just, I just want to park myself in Delmont's garage. What? You know what I mean? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I've never had that before. Low <laughs> yeah, uh, hanging fruit. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Gonna just, I'm gonna take a few grapes. Yeah. I'm I enjoy few that. <laughs> you can take those grapes. I'll wrap them up for you. <laughs> In a mask. Hey, Bob, when he parks oh, it in there, do you say, is it in yet? <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us can add three inches to our penis, stretching it with fishing weights, Eric. <laughs> did you do that? Who doesn't like to go fishing? Okay. I did. Bob, Bob, I I, Bob, hold on. I, you did, have you ever heard of Pandora's box? <laughs> uh, you right. just opened it. Am I trying to open it? And good luck. Okay. Eric, <laughs> Eric, if you would. I'm, oh, I'm supposed to dive into this now? There's a bonus episode. You, you tried to... to lengthen yourself by using fishing weights. It's not lengthening it. It's um, restoring the foreskin. Oh, oh, okay. Because I was circumcised as a as a baby infant. Oh, Bastards. all right. So this is a real medical so thing. Y- no. no. <laughs> if by if by DIY and <laughs> and videos on YouTube, if you mean medical. Now we've had actual episodes dedicated to yes. this entire topic. Okay. And we actually, and this isn't a joke. He really it's a running is. theme. I've been right. on ninety eight rock talking about it. Yeah, actually, wow. the morning he show really guys. is just just. I'm going to keep it slightly brief because we have dedicated whole episodes. Right, of this. right. He is basically taking a device that stretches the foreskin ah, back over the corona ah, of his penis. Okay, and he's got it's the tension, and he wears it for hours a day, and uh, and there's a one to ten scale, and he's at like a seven. It's called the RCI, the Real Coverage Index. <laughs> Not a joke. Looked it up, <laughs> Eric. But the the fun part is is he really has never consulted a medical professional and just. DIY. Okay. Well, so, I, I, I well, yes, he did. That's not true. We had the, I have, I had the inventor of the device. I have on. spoken to uh, a urologist after you about be, it. after you begun. I'm right. sorry. You I have told him about since it. Now I don't know if he also, thought I, I don't was, know if he has any medical credentials. He just invented the device. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about the actual urologist. I told about it a couple of years ago, and I I'm still to this day not quite sure. Like he handled it well, but I still don't know if he thought I was just fucking with him. Well, <laughs> but let me say that the urologist didn't recommend that you did this. You told the urologist. I'm not making fun. Right. Of you. I'm no. To get correct. The story. You told the urologist. I'm doing this well and i was he, having he weighed in with an opinion i had another issue that was happening and okay. i asked if this was contributing to that <laughs> to make sure that this wasn't causing a mm-hmm. problem and then he said no i'm gonna turn back over to bob because i know the whole story two quick questions okay. about that then we can move on uh one did it hurt second did it work it doesn't hurt it's just it's just an awkward thing you have to deal with for a long time and yes it has worked tell them what also bob it's not like hey i wore this for two days and here we no, are no. yeah how long you been doing this it'll here? be five years and next month okay all right <laughs> commitment 
But hold on. Here's my argument when people are like, Jesus Christ, people wear braces for three to five yeah, years. That's true. Yeah. And that's for, and by the way, but that's not on your penis. But well, no. Yes, exactly. But also, the thing with braces is you can wear that for three to five years. And then if you don't wear retainers or have like a permanent th- a stint put in, it, go back it goes right way. back. Yeah. So people do crazier things right. for something that's, this isn't going away now. I actually do have a third question. How can I unlearn the past <laughs> of all of this? Because I. I was also going to say really you, you like to go to the dentist. I don't like even getting my te- my teeth cleaned, right. let alone let alone have somebody wrench something into my. Now I had braces; yeah. they were unpleasant. Of course, mm-hmm. of course Matt yeah. Cannon shows up during this conversation. Oh, hey, you're Matt. asking me, did somebody want to put braces on my dick, right. Cat Man? And we're talking about. I'm going to go with a wholesome no. I'm going to pass. But hey, on look, that well, listen, we don't, we don't. Well. I'm not passing judgment on the man. We've made fun of him. He's actually been super brave coming out and actually fucking talking about it. He's brave. And it's a real thing and and it's it's made him he's happy. Cool. And that's what's good. cool and that's what's good for me. Awesome. And, and here's another a little bonus. It has actually improved sex bonus. for both myself oh, and my wife. There so, you go. And bonus. Bo- and bonus, it's improved my podcast immensely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which by the way I don't know if I ever told you this but I finally like broke out my comedy bit that I was working on for it at an open mic night like months ago okay probably like a year ago I mean it's gold Eric. it was at Eric Woodworth's open mic at Wits yeah. End he deserved it and I came off stage and I and Eric, I walked up to Eric I wasn't looking for any input or anything because I just whatever it was yeah. already a very challenging thing to do and he was just like fucking love you man yeah he's just like like who the fuck has the balls to go up and do that and i'm like i don't know if i'd call it balls it was just kind of probably stupidity but whatever and here, let just, me say this about stand-up comedy and it's really it could be said about really anything within entertainment it's all been done before yeah. right you've all you've often seen a version that nobody's straight up plagiarizing but like that's just the way of the world it's it's a riff on something else i'm gonna be honest with you balls Ain't nobody doing foreskin restoration. No, no one's stealing that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. You're not going to have a parallel bit yeah. with anybody or you've a premise. Got a, you've got a new premise, yeah. a fresh premise, think, and I'm not even kidding you, dude. And that's, that's the key that's to gold. comedy: taking something from your life yes. right. and turning it into entertainment and, and comedy. And that's and the biggest challenge that I have because comedy, what makes comedy for me, what makes it so funny is when it's relatable. And my problem and my concern with this is it's completely not relatable. So that's where I need to figure out how to, again, there's going to be shock value, but I got to figure, and that's where I'm, I'm stuck, is I got to figure out how to make it funny in a, in a relatable, weird well, you fucking need to, way. You need to liken it to other things right. in life, just as you started to with braces, right. things like that. Yeah. You liken those feelings of... Of being different or embarrassment or whatever, everybody's been there. This right, is your, right, pati- right, your right, unique right. issue. The relatable part will be that that the I have a secret, right? Right. <laughs> I, here's something that most people don't know about me, right? Now, for God, some people, get... it's I have an eating disorder or whatever. I'm right, not saying right. it's like yeah, a yeah, problem. No, 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 I, I, know, I, know, don't, I know. Don't take this no, the I'm wrong not. way. I'm not. No, this is but good. This everybody's is good. hiding something, so that's right. your relatability right there. The f- the the funny part, the spin on it is going to be. <laughs> Also, you, you, Mr. Audience member, you've never been in this position before, right. but let me liken it to something that you have been in, Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the, the unique part of it is, again, you have a new premise that 
that's that's going to be the absurdity of it. It's going to be like I lost my car keys, but it's like I lost my fucking Dude, this, dick stretcher. This is better than relatable, right. okay? Right. Because right. Uh, absolutely, because you're taking something what, when you're doing a stand up, you know, and you get to the laugh part. What's the? It's a surprise, right? Because right. you're yeah. laughing. Your story is the surprise right there, and how right. you construct it, and of course, you know, shape into the the bit that you want. But uh, no, man, you're that's a home run bit. Right. And it is, but again, it's I'm I'm still also dealing with the revealing of it and the reaction I get from people mm-hmm. is hard because me as a person I've always been like I I don't want people to think bad about me I don't no. you know like on that's stage been, though Eric the no, more know, you I the know, more you own that the funnier it's going to be agree, because the more you feel that way the more the audience is going to be looking to the person they're left you got to right get rid going, of that and dive into the comedy boom, on you that. got I know. you got to get that out of your and head and you should be over it at this point because I, look, we talk about that on a fucking weekly basis I know but it's still again going up in front of a room of strangers this is different I'm 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 behind a microphone let me let me say this too Eric because it. I think you and I are almost truthers on the microphone. Like, yeah. like, um, right. yep. there's they, what, there's an element of truth to everything that everything. we say up there. It's also you can just make you. Can, Mike Quinlan got up there. I, I watched him a week or two ago hosting a show, and he talked about his kids. Right. I don't know if you guys know this. Doesn't. Mike doesn't have fucking kids. <laughs> oh, right. But it was great. a bit. So right. so here's the other thing that we, that you and I I think can let go of a little bit. It's that. Whatever we're saying on on stage, people are taking as fact. These are fucking jokes, right? So don't. That's your armor, though. Yeah. People often come. I did that fucking hooker story years ago. Yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. And people came off and go, "That was a bit." Yeah, and it's like, Me. and I won't tell you that story now. <laughs> <laughs> but the the punchline is, no, that's not a bit. I mean, anyway, but th- people thought it was. Think Eric, about it. So we so you, you, you add like, to it, right? right? You make it a little bigger than I, it I is. Did, yeah. I, yeah. There's and theatrics that's to what it, I'm, and that's, that's what, what I'm do. doing. I'm making it a little bigger than what it is. But the premise, but Eric, the premise is so absurd that people are going to question: Is this a bit? Right? Is are you? really doing this right right so that's your armor on stage to say i'm telling a fucking joke now the story about me rape mm-hmm. ghosting or whatever mm-hmm. that's completely made up yeah but i tell it like it's with conviction like Absolutely. it happened right now I-, I layer on the actual paranormal experience i had with it being my fucking mom's best friend right. daughter right, or whatever right, right. but that's that's the to bob you pull the rug out from under people yeah that's the that's where you're gonna do it you're gonna build this story like i was so embarrassed blah 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 and my dick stretcher fell out on the fucking you know whatever i don't know i'm not yeah, writing yeah, a yeah, bit yeah. right now but that's what it's gonna people are gonna go huh and that's when you're gonna go oh by the way i'm restoring my foreskin <laughs> and right? obviously i mean yeah. you guys i don't have to tell you you work you you work it out in different ways you right. do it different ways in different shows and, and, and see what works and that's and, and again that's where my biggest problem is is especially now obviously but being able to have the time because i'm so focused on all of the other stuff where i get I get myself in a place where I'm like overwhelmed because I'm like, God, I'm trying to work on my comedy and I'm trying to like do the business side. So it's like that balance. And it is, it's that, that's the thing I have to get up and do it all the time to get comfortable enough with it so that it, it is. It just comes out nonchalant. Like you know, Dave Chappelle had a bit where he was in in the hood and he was in an old limo and he rolls the window down and there's a baby on the corner and the baby and the baby yells at the baby, "Hey, baby, you know what are you doing? Like you need to go inside." And yeah. the baby goes, "I know. Fuck you. I'm selling drugs out here." Right? <laughs> Do you think that really happened? <laughs> right? I don't think a baby yelled, "Hey, I'm selling drugs right, out here." To right, Dave right. Chappelle. So can you know think about yeah, these yeah, yeah, things? Yeah, yeah. That's your armor, man. Yeah. Like it's a, it's it's a funny premise. That that's what I'm trying to tell you. Nobody's even think nobody's even considered this to be a thing. It's right. so fucking foreign that when people hear you say it, they're gonna go, 
huh? And then when you fucking spin it to make it relatable, people are going to go, this is one of the fucking most outrageous things I've ever heard. I know. I'm just it not pe- as I'm just not as good at comedy as you are. So that, that I'll write so, the fucking bit. for No, you. I don't want you to write the or bit. Bounce for it me. off him or whatever. But yeah. dude, that's a golden bit. Nobody else I has know, that. That's so unique to you. You just gotta you yeah, gotta harness just, it. And I gotta own find it. it right, and that's where yeah, it is. And it again, don't like, be embarrassed. This is uh, so many different levels of psychology involved in it. So yeah, it's and it, the audience will love you because you're admitting it because right. you're telling the story. Right. right. You know, that, Do you respect Bob? Absolutely. Bob's telling you to do it. Do you respect me as a comic? Absolutely. Do you respect me as a comic? Yes. Not as a human being. I know you have no respect for me as a human <laughs> being. But do you respect None. Do you respect me as a comic? Absolutely. It's a, a great percent. fucking That's premise. why I'm in business with you, dude. Hey, look at me in my eyes. It's a great premise. Write it. Right. And don't feel... Go do it, because it's fucking funny. Right. That's all we're doing is making people laugh. No, I know. Go I do know. it. You take your shirt off every fucking night. You don't want to fucking tell people about your... Come on. Well, here's the, well. that's the other problem, too, is I don't want to go in opening a show with that. I don't know if you open the show with that. Right, exactly. And that's where I spend most of my time. But are we building your repertoire? We are. Okay. Well, now you can have one that's not uh, the, for uh, the open or the appetizer. You don't go right into foreskin restoration while people are having their meatballs. So do, you, then maybe do you have a tent. set? Do you have like 20 or what? I don't I've, know. Got, I've got like, um, I would say a 10 to 10. 15. And it doesn't include tight that. I got a tight ten. He's yeah. got twenty, but it's not done yet. Yeah, that's the thing. I've got that's twenty what you minutes do. worth of material. It's just not to be able to make it all flow and work. Um, but I would say comfortably, I would totally be comfortable going up and doing ten to fifteen minutes easy. Um, not easy, but but I have it. And again, that doesn't include that joke. When was the? Do you remember? I think every. I would assume every stand-up knows the first time they were on stage. Yeah. When it was, where it was, uh-huh. what I used to find. When was that? First time on stage, yeah. I was at High Tops in um, Timonium. Yeah. Wow. They used to do a, a comedy night. It was like Sunday nights or something like that. And I was one of those people. This is me being cocky. I was just one of those people that was funny, and a lot of people were like, "Hey, you should do stand-up. You should do stand-up." Okay. And I finally met Eric and Magic Cap when I was his bartender. It was one of those conversations and it was like hey you're my guy if the, if this actually goes somewhere there was another person that said hey you should do stand up and then the conversation got serious and Eric was like well I'll help you get Oops. a book or whatever blah 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 so that was the first place we went I brought like 20 30 people started a day we went fairly good I'm looking back it wasn't <laughs> I felt like it went good that oh, night oh I was shitting myself right? I, the the look on your face yeah. I was like oh god but I, I had so and, much confidence I got up and did it and I was, and I just like I knew like it was, I, this was something I at least it, it, I wanted it to be my job but it's so hard to make it that your fucking job but I had a taste of it and I said Man, do I want to do this? Okay, let yeah. me back up for a second because yeah. I'm fascinated by this. Uh, so, somebody says you should do stand up. What's the next step? You, what, what did you already? Did you have bits that you already? How do you so, formulate that? Well, not knowing how to do it yet. Yeah, I how, think for me that was that was the hardest part was that I was always a guy that was funny in the room, right? right. Like I can, I I was a goof, but I was like a class clown, that kind of person, right? But I didn't know how to fucking channel that or bring it into anything. I was creative. I was this. I was that. But stand up wasn't even. A, I liked. I, I did some acting in college. Acting was always a passion mm-hmm. for me. Drama, things like that, right? But I was always just a kind of a funny person. That's when Eric was like, you know, um, you know, you should do stand up, blah blah blah. And, and I and I was like, look, if you help me out, if you, it was the same thing that you're asking me now, right? I had no idea. It'd be like me telling you, Bob, if you don't know us or Wendy or you know, it'd be like, Mister Person, go do stand up. How do you fucking do? go yeah. be an actor? I right. don't know, right? You got to get in the SAG. You got to do this. Gotta... So for me, it was like, but I had a, a whole other fucking life I was going through. So it was just like, it wasn't a focus. So finally, I get, I, you know, he and I have that conversation and I'm like, well, help me. 
help me figure this out. And if it goes anywhere, you're my guy, right? Okay. That's how it started. And then he started booking me on a couple open mics here. And then, yeah, Bob, it was a learning curve because I thought at first, I'll just get up there and fucking do what I do and just be a fuck. I'll do some impressions. I'll do this. I'll do that. I had a Is that what of, you did on your first thing? I had a some couple of impressions. impressions, things. I did write a complete bit out, but it was like funny to me right it was offensive it was a jesus joke actually okay. the the punchline of the joke the first joke i ever wrote was uh let's see if you think it's funny let's see if it holds up let's see if it holds up it was it was a joke about jesus and um and i was you know it was basically like jesus walks into a bar right and uh and like everybody's having a good time and like uh jesus was dirt poor right so what if jesus turned water to wine it was really just like him walking into a bar and was like hey i'll have a water <laughs> right? and the bouncers watching him like hey savior hey i said we heard about you all right don't be trying no wicky dicky shit around here okay i'm watching you savior right and jesus is like all right yeah whatever and he walks over and he like dips his glass below the fucking you know below right. the bar Boop, water into wine everybody's having a great time <laughs> Done. only the bouncer catches him right, right. i was like hey savior <laughs> what i fucking tell you what I tell you, all right? No, get out. No, you're goddamn right I'm throwing you out. All right? Yeah, you know what? You're lucky I'm only throwing you out. You go into any other bar on this street, you do that, they're liable to crucify your ass. <laughs> that was my first I actually, that, dude, that actually holds water, that's man. A good, holds wine. That's a good bit. That's well, a, it was a room full show. of, like, God-fearing plumbers. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of blue-collar guys, and they were like, no, not my savior. Where was that at? No, that was up at uh, High Top. No, Let me so tell that you, that's, a, that's a good joke for somebody, especially just starting for the very first time. Yeah. I mean, the but that's, premise. See, look, that's me. I'm a... Um, I'm a storyteller. I quickly realized that. Some people are joke writers and, and, and are great at it. And and it's more the, the joke than it is the performance, if that makes sense. I, I'm the opposite. I take pride in what I write, but I want to tell you a story. I yeah. want to paint a picture and hit you with punchlines while I'm doing it. Yeah. I don't do the fucking... Uh, guy walked into a bar. He said this. Boom. Yeah. Next guy. You know, uh, two ladies. Blah blah. Boom. Next. There's a lot of there's comics yeah. like that. I and it's kind of old school or whatever. And and there's different styles. And I'm not saying that's bad. I think just for me, I found that's where I started. I, I found my style. And again, like I once I was able to lean into it, I got better and better. But you're um, but you're really good at at crowd work. Hmm. Like that is and and that's, that's a good point. And, and Emily, she's she, my wife's a tough tough critic. Yep. And she. She used to be like, I, I don't know, I don't know why Stefan's doing material. When he does crowd work, it's just, it's so funny, it's so incredible. <laughs> and then you figured that out, and yeah. you figured out your formula, and you figured out how to do it. And it, man, it took you like to a whole nother level. Yeah, that was another. Th so I, I learned watching Mickey Coachella, right? When I was doing stand up, yeah, he's great. I was in just like a. It was to me again. It was that performance piece, right? So it was like I couldn't. I was almost scared of the audience. Right, because mm -hmm. I just wanted him to like me, and I just wanted him to laugh. And then I watched Mickey, and he just fucking t like talked to the audience the whole like half the fucking time. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. it was mind blowing, Bob. I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. You you can talk, you can talk yeah, to him. You don't just have to have material, right? Yeah. Like I thought, I looked at it as theater, right? Yeah. Like you were up there, and, and then once I started to interact with people, that's another thing. I'm good off, but the that's cuff your good improvisation, with that. Yeah. right? And and turning the moment into a funny moment, whatever it may be, right? Um. And that was, lib one, that's liberating. Two, it takes the weight off of all of it. Three, you get to be part of the room rather than talk at the room. And to right. me, that's what I really enjoy is 
be making the like becoming a part of that room wherever you are eastern shore philadelphia baltimore los Angeles. it's like you become a part of it rather than just talk at people i imagine into both of you when you kill i mean that's got to be a high oh man bigger than any drug Mm -hmm. out there but it's the other end that i couldn't deal with when you eat it it's hard I mean, how do I mean that's got to stick with you for a, a, a day or two, well, or or by now, or do do you just like you know, the crowd was? And that's another thing: yeah. is the crowd bad, or is it you? Some people will say it's always the comics. Here's fault. the thing: yeah. uh, if you're a good comic, you're not going to blame the crowd, right? All right. I, as a comic, will I say that there's better crowds than others? Of course, absolutely. And there's some. Here's what I. Here's how I describe it to Eric, Bob. There's some nights where. You go out there and they're just eating out of the palm of your hand the minute you fucking There's walk There's an energy out there. there. There's can, an energy. Yeah. They're laughing at shit that's just like low-hanging. I'll call it low-hanging, low-hanging fruit, fruit, right? But they're just laughing at shit. But they're ready. Shit. They they're want ready. to laugh. And those are the best fucking oh crowds. They show up without expectation, just yeah. ready to laugh, yeah. right? They don't need permission. And then there's other audiences where it's tight and you got to go get them. You got to go... You got to go. That's the best way I could describe it as a performer. They're not just there. You got to go get them. Isn't that amazing how a whole audience can really like there's, you know, 100 mm-hmm. people yeah. out there, 50 people. Yeah. And they can they all are like one, though. They can yeah. all feel one yep. way, yep. one way or the other. Yeah. Well, and comedies like that almost um, like any other uh, uh, genre of entertainment in that um People really do need to give themselves permission to laugh at things. Yeah, they they, they, they do more now than ever. This isn't about being politically correct. I mean, that's a part of this. But even Jerry Seinfeld will tell you he he doesn't do college campuses anymore because of how PC shit is. People people forget that it's all jokes, right? Like just like the joke I just did about Jesus and and blah blah blah. It's a joke, right? Like it's not. I'm not making fun or, or really. I have no no qualms with our Savior, right? right? But people um, take offense to things, right? And the more you let yourself go and just say this, these are jokes. If you if you want to laugh, laugh. Yeah. And, and that happens in a herd mentality more than than probably again the one the smaller the crowd at a comedy show the harder it is yeah and that's because people don't want to again they get isolated. they don't want to be vulnerable they don't want to give themselves permit they're not sure if they should laugh right you know is this okay and it's contagious and a group when people are just laughing well they go oh yeah. Yeah. well then it's fine it's, it's okay, okay right this person's fine and that's fine. what you want though right and, Some, and here's the and here's the other thing real quick that i want to no, add go ahead. is and this is the 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 thing that I because I went through like I started and I was like man this is this is actually not again not saying it's easy it was going a lot easier than I thought it was going to and then I went on this run where I'm like man I'm, I'm actually good at this and then it was like I don't know if my expectations changed or what happened but it was like I think it was my expectations changed and I wasn't expecting to get laughs and then I was getting them and then that then I was expecting them and then when I didn't get them that way I was like holy shit and it literally was about a year of just eating a dick it was a year and I was terrified to go back out and then it was like I figured it's just like I turned a corner and I remember Missy Hall was on the show and I came off and I was like god damn it I was hosting a show and I was like, holy shit, this is going to be a long fucking night. And, huh. she, and she looked at me, and Missy, we're very good friends, and she's incredible, an incredible human being. And she looked at me, and she goes, Eric, she goes, you just need to, you just need to go out and have fun with them. You're too in your head. And I went, you're right. And I went out, and I had a complete different frame of mind, and then it kind of changed from there because it was like it was. I was taking it too serious. 
But then back to the crowd thing, you know, it, it was like if you see that, you'll find that one person that's not laughing. There's sure. no emotion. I hear that all the time. And you get and that's hung what you're up on focusing it. on. That's yeah. what you focus on. Yeah. And and I and, and when I stopped focusing on that was I don't remember when we were doing a show, and there was a dude in the audience. And he never, just never changed his facial expression for the whole hour and a half for any comedian. I was like, this man is having the most miserable time of his life. He walked up to Stefan at the end of the night. He was just like, dude, that was the funniest show. That's the funniest show I've ever seen. That's great. And I was like, my head exploded. And then fast forward two weekends ago, we had a show that we felt was just a horrible show. The audience was very challenging. They were very hot and very cold. Like none of the comedians could really figure out where they were at and they were spread out amongst a big room and it was just really, really tough. And, and going into last weekend, I was just tail between my legs and I was really kind of beat down by it. And I was standing at the front door cause I was ushering people down. I was packing. I was like, I'm, I'm going to make sure this room is packed from the stage back yeah and not knowing who was going to show it ever and then and i'm standing there and there's a girl and she came and she's like yeah i want to i want to buy seven vip tickets and i'm like did you win one of the tickets on 98 rock and she's like no she goes we were here last weekend and we had such a good time i brought seven new people oh, back oh that's awesome and i was like Ugh. head exploded again yeah. and i'm like and i even flat out told her i was like you know, that was the greatest thing I think I could have ever heard. We were all pretty butthurt. We thought that the show last weekend didn't go very well. And she goes like, oh, my God, we had such a great time. Oh, I mean, God. so great. I've got seven people coming, you know, and they bought it at the door and everything. It was, it was again, you can never just bank on something because you are you feel that it, yeah. it was bad. And what's crazy, too, Bob, is like, uh, all, I, again, I imagine like a band is feel, might feel the same way. I've, I've done bits or, or sets that are the exact same. All right, like different exact audiences. same, yeah. different audience. One of them, it like falls a little bit flat. Another audience, I mean, everything's popping. Every punchline that I thought myself was hilarious, they're fucking losing. Right. It. Can a comedian figure that out at all? <laughs> you there no... fall, you'll drive yourself crazy trying to yeah. do it. Right, and I think you need to get why that is. I think you need to get. I think when you get to a level like Jerry or Dave Chappelle or Dane Cook or one of these folks, right, they're already on your side. Mm-hmm. They're already on your side when you when when, right. when they get in there, and they want to hear their favorite song, like your YouTube, yeah. right? Yep. They want to they yeah. want to hear fucking one, yeah. right? I showed up to hear Welcome to the Jungle. I'm seeing Guns and Roses. I don't so like they're fucking elbowing their buddy in the fucking side, going here's the listen to this one, right? Yeah. So again, like I I think you find when you get bigger, you are, you've already found your audience. They're ready to hang on every word. Mm-hmm. When you're doing what we're doing now, you have nights where you have your audience where they're like, they're fucking hanging on every word. Yeah. And then you have nights where, where you're like, this just popped eight yeah. hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I'm not doing anything different. Right, 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 exactly. And we're five miles east. Right. It's amazing. Right? Like, well, it's just, I mean, yeah. It's, well, Mickey Coachella's even said it. He, he did like a New Year's Eve uh, comedy show one time. And I remember hearing him tell the story. It was like the early show. Same fucking room, lit it on fire. An hour later, same room, yep. same standing in the same spot, different audience, fell flat. But it is bizarre, and that's and that should tell you, Bob. It's like that's why you just go keep keep getting fucking up there and swinging, and that's and the that's high why, that you, you And that's get. why I say the art of what you guys do, the art of stand-up comedy, like a band, for the most part, I think if you're going to go see a, a U two or, or right. any band that's good. 
those audiences are going to go nuts for those songs or right. whatever. But the fact that the audience could be different, that your jokes, the same thing could be different yeah. uh, each time that you go up. I mean, that's just, oh, right. man, the challenge, the stress, right. you know? But, well, yeah. and I'm finally getting to that point where I'm just like, it's out of my control. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do what I do. Yeah. And they're either going to like it or not, but I'm going to go out there and have fun. And that was where I had to get my mindset at. And there's another good lesson. You know, Wendy taught me a good lesson, actually. And she said, you got to get comfortable with silence yes because it doesn't mean that they're not uh they don't think it's funny it means they're They're paying attention listening Mm. they're they're listening right so that that's that's another good lesson for a comic right it's like they can't laugh the whole time they can't no and nor do you want them to i mean yeah maybe you do want them to right but there should be moments where you have to get comfortable in that silence and great comics know how to use that silence within their act absolutely you know yep Yep. So. But I still struggle with it now. It's like you hear that and it's like, oh no. Yeah. Now where do I go? Yeah. But even if you have quiet. a moment where you hope that it is, it's just yeah. like you're you're still like in your chest, you're in front of a room of eighty to hundred strangers going Yeah. Right? And you're like They're waiting for you. There's a part of you where it's like, How long do I got? You want to hold ten seconds, but yeah. you can only hold four. You know? <laughs> in a second up there feels like forever I'm like sure. one second of silence feels like 30 seconds like it's crazy oh man Ugh. good stuff interesting stuff that was way off i love it though that was Sorry. very organic no don't apologize right. that Let, was organic let's that was, flip it so bob how yeah. nervous do you get every morning yeah before yeah, you yeah, get yeah, on yeah, air yeah, yeah. now that you've been doing it 20 some years no do you guys do you still get the butterflies like what's life like for you on air yeah no, I mean it's a different animal. There's no audience in front of me. I, I you know, I do realize that there are, uh, I guess, hundreds, thousands listening at the same time. But uh, I, I, again, I have done it for so long that thought doesn't even enter my mind. That's so, what yeah. I was going to ask. Does it feel like you're just sitting in the room with the three guys or whoever, or Sometimes. guys, girls, whoever that yeah. you're that you're doing the show with, or are you cognizant of the fact that there's tons of people listening? I'm under pressure. It's, I'm usually not cognizant of it yeah. anymore, you know? I mean, uh, it's just something that you do it for so long, you just you just know how to. I mean, I'm, I guess stand-up could be the same way, but yeah. yeah, I don't have an audience. And and I do go in front of the audience for concerts and, and, and things like that, and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good with the, uh, the crowd. I'm not nervous, but I'm not, you know, I'm not doing, like, stand-up or sure. whatever, using my, my words. I can right. rattle off. Uh, certain things pretty easily but you know it's just it's 30 years you know i, I should know how to do it by now you know <laughs> do you like because i remember but it's a good question it's a good question and i remember when we first started doing this i would get like nervous about it you know because i you know i wanted to go good i want to flow and i don't want the guests coming on think this is just a hack you know like a hacky wacky job and and um it's you're become so our ha- norm you're so hacky wacky i know <laughs> But we've this has becomes the norm that you're I'm sure you're used to. So and then we get like somebody like yourself that knows the radio industry and I'm like, man, are they gonna come into our studio and think, God, what the hell did no! I sign up for? Oh. Or you know, I or I want it to go well and, and I don't you know, I want it to seem organized, like, man, we're not just in here just BSing, which tonight we did, but it it's fucking amazing. Like it flowed so well. And it, and it's, you know, this is what I tell our listeners. This is what we talk about. We talk about behind the scenes and the comedy and entertainment world and, and getting your perspective from behind the scenes in the radio world. No, is you know what? Fascinating I mean, to me. I haven't, I've been listening to a whole lot of podcasts, but there are a lot of them out there who 
are, are are just seat of their pants. There's no preparation. You guys prepare. There's a flow. There's a structure. It's very obvious. So that what what's makes a great radio. That is what makes a great podcast. So uh, I certainly, uh, you know, you guys are hitting the mark. Definitely awesome. You know? Thanks. That's, Bob. That means a lot. No, it does. It really does. It no, does. I love you guys. This is fun. So do we? I, we're man. We just crushed an hour quick do we want to do a quick i mean we're going to run over on it i'm sure you want to talk about your movies well no do you guys want to i'm let's talk about your fucking movies oh making this i love movies of course you're making this about me it's about you foreskin restorer are you in a movie is it gingerbread man (laughs) seven ginger dead man seven sorry all right as a close out to this episode i think it would be good uh because bob as as i recall from our last step well not last last time he was here as a guest um was pretty learned on the superhero genre so balls as i mentioned at the end of the last episode has been catching up on the marvel cinematic universe i had sent him a list uh, that said you need to watch them not chronologically, but for the story. Uh, watch them in so this So you order. mean like start with Captain America first, Avenger, yes, and then correct. go okay, yes. in the right. order of the timeline. So Balls, t- uh, he's watched, uh, he's consumed a bunch of them. There's like 20 or 30 of them, obviously. So Balls, let's get you caught up. Uh, tell us where you are in your journey. Okay, so so um, where we left off, I believe, was right around Avengers: Age of Ultron. Okay, James we talked Spader. about that. We yes. were talking Spader. I enjoyed yeah. that one. Um, yeah. Which which came right after the two Guardians of the Galaxy movies, which were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, Bob, I've seen a lot of these, just didn't understand how they all fit in. Yeah. And then I watched um, uh, the two, the two, the Infinity War, and. Um, and uh, end game, end game, and I and I, there was so much happening, and I'm like, I'm missing so much of these characters here, and that's when I hit him up. I'm like, dude, what what the hell? Because when I watched um, uh, the Infinity Wars, the way it started, and I'm like, whoa, 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 this is literally picking up where something left off. And I texted him, I was like, what do I need to watch before this? And he said, Ragnarok. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. Went and watched it, and it literally, I mean, they overlap. Yeah, and to begin, they don't all do that, but that no, one does. but that one does. But as I'm watching these, there is a lot. It's not. You're right. It's not that seamless. Well, but also let's just say this: like if you've, it's spoiler at this point. If you ain't seen if it, you ain't sorry. seen it. <laughs> but so Endgame, right? It pays so much homage to the last ten years. They they go and revisit all these key moments in the Marvel Cinematic they go Universe. Go back in time, and right? Stuff, yeah. To where they revisit these moments that happened over right. the last ten years, and I was so lost. And you'll be lo- well that that moment will be lost on you as a viewer. Sure, you know because again, it's been there's been nothing like this, by the way, that that have connected this many characters and stories from separate films into one storyline. The absolute I mean, this is unprecedented. Most genius thing I've ever seen in movie history, and and I love superhero movies. Back with the original Superman and Batman, but what they did with Marvel was absolute genius. It's, to your point, and, and the fact that they came out, they didn't come out in the order that they that the story goes. Like they Correct. came out all crazy, and I'm like, how the f-? as like because again, I I knew I was missing a lot in those two final movies, which were just phenomenal. But now that I've gone back and I'm watching all of these other movies in the order, I'm like. Holy yeah. shit! Like it's I'm connecting yeah, the dots, and it's I, unbelievable. And, and I, you look at what DC. I mean, I don't even I can't, know I'm, DC, and I'm going to get into that but, next. But, I can't wait to. But you look at what they tried to do with Justice League, and they just 
they tried to play catch up when Marvel again like was already way ahead. Well, way ahead, but the way they again the 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 intricacy, the fact that every film it's all so seamless. Like there might be a couple of holes, right? But like it it all adds together so well. You've got Thor had his own movie, Ant Man had his own movie, Iron Man had his own movie. You know, like you just go down the list. A Hulk had his own. They've all they all told their own separate stories and then brought them together. Right. Where Justice League right. was like, fuck it, let's just put them together. Let's do a cash grab. Let's get a bunch of superheroes together. It didn't they rushed work. it. They tried to they do did. something what Marvel did, and they came up short with all the movies they came they out did. with. They can't do it. DC can't do it right. They they still have not found that secret sauce to and those i would arguably say those heroes are oh yeah are, are actually are, bigger at one point bob, in history just than say. the marvel ones yeah. superman batman wonder yeah. woman yeah, yeah. that those are gods yeah you know uh, well, marvel that, is more like uh, kind of like a football team you know interchange well, right i was gonna say what a lot of people don't realize is they they rebooted this started with iron man right yeah with mm-hmm. robert denny with iron man we want to say Iron Man. Oh, everybody knows Iron Man, right? It's twenty no. fucking years later. Iron Man, to your point, was yeah. a B, maybe even C. Hundred percent. When that movie came out, I yeah. thought to myself, "I'm like, I don't Why? know if people are going to see yeah. this. Right. This Why? is Iron, Why? Man. Iron Man. Like I knew who it was because right. I was like the, a comic uh, yeah. superhero guy. But Iron Man, and because of Robert Downey Jr., because yeah, right. of how the movie was done, exactly huge hit, and now he's bigger than ever. Right. The, right. the character. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about the old school Iron Man illustration. I mean, it was oh. just this super like yeah. blah like it was orange like the colors were just not even appealing yeah. Captain and, America and was just, a joke yeah, yeah. Was, they tried to do a show back in the 70s or 80s with that remember they didn't have the special effects for it no the there was like a bicycle there was a TV bike. movie yeah. I remember you're talking about and he wrote him he had a, a, a shield that was like sort of like yeah. clear a little bit and it was horrible he had a, like, a <laughs> motorcycle they just didn't have the effects <laughs> it was, it was they horrible a, they had a spa- <laughs> Spider-Man 1 too yeah. they just didn't have the effects back then yeah. right. Spider-Man Woman, was they, always popular they had yeah, a Wonder Woman before Linda Carter, yeah. a TV movie with Kathy Lee Crosby. Kathy Cros- she's blonde, it, different outfit. It, it was a mess. But yeah. they tried to do that in the 70s. But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know what DC is going to do. So where are you so, in your journey, Balls? So, um, so yeah, so we jumped in, uh, back in. We took a little bit of a break. But we got back in on Ant-Man, which I'm a Paul Rudd fan <laughs> through and through. You got it on Ant-Man? You got it on Ant-Man. And 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 again, I remember when I first this first came out, I was like, this is the dumbest character. Let me But it, then you watch the movie and you're like, damn. Let me interject this is a badass right. character. Like like completely impenetrable. I mean, and and can get lost in space and time. Like, it's just mind-blowing. Well, here's another cool thing that I want to highlight with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and what they did with Ant-Man. The cool thing about Marvel, too, is, yeah, they're doing superhero movies. But if you notice, all these movies are a slightly different genre. Like, if you saw uh, The Winter Soldier, right? Mm-hmm. Captain America, The Winter Soldier. By that the way, like, arguably, maybe one right. of the best. The, yeah, the I would best. agree. That's a reason I'm highlighting. But Almost that a was spy like a, movie. The, you, you're hitting the nail on the head, what I'm kind trying to say. Spy, yeah. It was like a 70s spy flick, yeah. right? Right. You saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it was a superhero movie. But how different was that yeah. Oh, yeah. from Winter Soldier? Guardians of the Galaxy was like a Star Wars, like a right. space yeah. opera. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. And then you go to Ant-Man. Ant-Man is like a, is like a heist film. Yeah. It's like a, it's yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, crime. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a comedy heist film. It's comedy. Right. It's, right. More it's a comedy. heavy yep. comedy, but where, it's also a heist where the, film. Where, right? Yeah, where the bad guys end up. Right, but they're trying they're to boost something. They're trying to steal right, something. Right, right, right. It's like so, heat. 
right? It's like so. What's neat is with every Marvel film, there is a little bit of a different structure to it or a different feel. Yeah, Ant Man has a different feel from right. Iron Man. Thor had a different feel from Captain. Thor's America. like very sci fi. Thor like Ragnarok. That. Well, that evolved too. Like the first Thor was your traditional, and th- and then there are the traditional origin stories. Like those are hard to get away from when you're introducing a new character. But you see how Thor evolved. Ragnarok was a very different. Oh my movie god, I'm so excited to watch that again Thor. now with Ragnarok, with everything yeah. building up to it because Ragnarok I just was like watched an 80s. It. it had an 80s vibe yeah. to it. It had like an 80s fantasy vibe. I got to tell you, I mean, you don't have to be on the same page with it. that. Way too humorous for me. That the Ragnarok. Ragnarok? I mean, that just like me. it? Yeah, oh, I mean, it was just man. a little too funny for me. Yeah. And I think that was Hemsworth. He was tired of just being like the Shakespearean. He said yeah. that. Yeah, and he, he was the one who got but, together with, uh, who's the director, Wakiti, Takiti? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wakiti... Yeah. Yes, he did uh, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. And he's he, fantastic. Yes, he's a, what he's we do great. in the shadows. Yes. Right? Yeah. That movie. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, a but little it, too funny for me. Well, I, I I get that, but I also think like the way that character evolved was good. Like Thor was so he almost put like a modern spin on Thor. Like he, it's, right. it, it was almost like he made it tongue in cheek. Like yeah. we already knew Thor was this Shakespearean. Right. So it's like, let's give him a little bit of fucking depth. Let's give him a little bit. Well, I, I liked his dynamic with the Hulk too. Like, yeah, it was like a buddy they, comedy. They were like, they were like, they were like roommate buddy type, you know, yeah. like, co- you know, college pals. But type. that was the first time we saw Thor like that. And let's be honest, that was really the only time like other than fat Thor and the, and, and the last one, when he, <laughs> after that moment, that, he was changed in uh, in in the first um, finale. What was it? Not Endgame. Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. He was on a mission to get the axe. He was yeah. all business. Yeah, yeah, he did. He pulled his he head out of his ass. ass. So he went through a dark time. Yeah. You know? He was Fat Thor. So Fat so we did Ant Man. Um, Ant Man. Yeah, that's good. And the beginning of it was was the total reference to the time travel, which yeah, which is what realm. yeah, which pulled in you know, and I'd forgotten about that when I watched. Yeah. The end game. Ant Man ended up being maybe the most important character. Yeah. Ant Man. Yeah. yeah. He totally did. He created the the reason why they yeah. saved everybody. Introduced the them to the quantum realm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. um you know, and that that Michael Douglas from me <laughs> the only white man to ever make me moist. Oh man! <laughs> you ever seen that movie where it's him and Andy Garcia in like the late eighties over in Japan? It's called like he- Dark Rain or something. Black Rain. Black, Black Rain. Rain. I saw it. Black Rain. Yeah. Black Rain was the first time they ever used, uh, you know, instead of "Thank you very much," "Well, fuck you very much." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the first person to say that. Like, oh, oh, get out. That was all about the Yakuza. Am I going to have to edit that? That was all about the Yakuza. I remember this scene where they tied the guy's fingers and can cut his finger off for for violating the code. Oh, that's awful. Oh, it's good. That's Mike, terrible. he's a, it's a fish. It's the classic like white hero tale. It's a good watch. <laughs> fish I, out of yeah, water. It's tale. not a bad movie. No, it's good flick. Yeah. Yeah, Andy Garcia is good in that too. Um, so I I started Civil War. Ooh, that's a great one. Yeah, it started off kind of slow. And Eric, here's, it's so good. It's it better pick up. They're, they all fight each other. I know, but it was like it started off slow. I don't and like when they fight each. Other. Here's the problem. <laughs> I like when they're on the same. Right, team. I know. But here's the thing that I here's the problem I'm having is I'm watching it and like one minute I'm like I think I've seen this, and then five minutes later I'm like no I haven't seen this, mm. and then five minutes later I'm like I think I've seen this. Ugh. Like I can't tell. And, and Ellie's like yeah I think we've seen it. And we're both back and forth like have we seen this? Like it seems very familiar, but I'm like is it just because it's familiar because it's you know that's kind of the same you know it's the the captain america theme 
and um, you know, Age of Ultron, the Avengers movies, and, and the Captain Americas all kind of start like m- melding together, and I can't tell if I've seen it or not. Yeah, you're going to want to stick around for the big superhero battle and then the reason Cap and Iron Man go at each other's okay. throats. No, and it is. It's it's hugely important. The I battle at the end. You just got to... Yeah, is you this gotta, how you're watching the movies? You just watch like 20 minutes of it and then you, <laughs> a week later well, you no, check out the rest well, of the Well, no, movie. we'll be watching. This well, is boring. We, well, we have kids. No, no, no. We'll watch. I don't watch. have time for this silliness. We'll be watching and then all of a sudden it'll be like... One of us will fall asleep because we're just exhausted. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it's like shit. So then the next night we'll pick back up where we left oh, off. I do that all the and time. And then we'll watch the second half, and they'll be like, "Oh man, I'm so amped up, man." That ended, and then it has the little clip at the end where it like it ties it, and you're like, "Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm juiced up. I'm going to start the next one." We start the next one, and then it's either we make it through it or we get into it, and it's like, "Oh god, I'm getting sleepy." And it's not that it's bad. I'm just fucking exhausted yeah yeah especially the other night it was like after this past weekend i you know had long nights and you know mondays are just brutal but anyways yeah that's and i do that i kind of like that where i'll start watching something and then i'll stop and it'll kind of give me something to look forward to the next day of oh man i want to pick back up where i left off it was in a good place or you know slow but i'm ready for it to go again civil war the introduction of spider-man yeah. The Marvel oh, Spider-Man. okay. Big deals happening. It is. All right. Well, Balls, thanks so much yeah. for catching us up on your fucking Marvel cinematic journey. You're welcome. I can't wait till next time. Bob was a good guest to have for Hell that. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, Very thank knowledgeable. you. Very thanks knowledgeable. for having me. I had a great time. Absolutely. So listen, we've got some <laughs> upcoming shows, ladies and gentlemen. 1010, we're at the State Theater in Haverty Grace. We've got Tommy Simbazo, Cameron Goads, Ashley Ponchas, and Balls is hosting. 1024, we'll be back at the State Theater in Haverty Grades with Elliot Chang, regular at the Comedy Store in Los Angeles. Also, two specials on Comedy Central. Guys, gotta be funny. Then you got Macy Morris, Calvin Triple, and I'll host it. Don't worry. We'll make sure it goes smoothly. 1030, we're back at the uh, State uh, Theater in Haverty we Grades. We are, we're doing a bit. It's a mystery it show. It is a mystery show. I, I didn't want forget. You. I just it's didn't a mystery. Oh, man. I was on such a roll. I know. I didn't and want with you. that, I'm going to turn it over to Balls to tell you about November. I didn't want you to Ron Burgundy it. That's all. Over to you, Balls in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about weather, Balls. Burgundy. Eleven thirteen. back at the State Theater. We're going to have Alon New, the man who knows. I couldn't say that. That's why I did that. <laughs> oh, I got you. Um, it's okay. When I talked to him, I called him Elaine. <laughs> He's like, it's actually Alon. I'm like, Mama, fuck that up again. I believe it. <laughs> Anyways, the man who knows, he's a Vegas-style magician and mentalist, and it's going to be a fantastic show. I can't wait. It's different. It's fresh. It's Are you new. sure he's not a metallist? He's a metallist. <laughs> he works with metals. Um, and then on 11-14, the next night, so that weekend's going to be a fun weekend. We're going to be busy. We're going to be spending a lot of time at Haver de Grace. Um and it's a uh, Die Laughing Productions. We're back there. Uh, back to the 80s murder mystery. Sign me up. And uh, yeah, that's what we got. That's what's hot coming up. We got more. We got more coming. But Ugh. you just, you just, yeah. I forgot just, what a mentalist is. It's kind I don't, I I was like trying to talk to this guy. And what I'm like, do they do? It's kind of like a hip, hypnotist, but not. Okay. Right. Like it's like, like I watched his Understand. video and I, he was like, I think they ask you, like, hey, tell me a number between five and ten. And mm-hmm. you're like, seven. And they're like, what's yeah. your favorite color, blue? And then they're like, you work at an auto store named Ford. Holy and they're God. like, why did you do that? Blow your mind. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. Me- mentalists. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would see that show. I'm there already. I'm going to be there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you are going to see that show. Yeah. Bob, once again. Hey. Thank you so much for giving us so much of your time on a Wednesday night. I love being here. Hell this yeah. Is great. You don't have to get up early. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully you don't have to. I mean, I know you're going to get up and work out. I do get up and right. work. You're going to probably eat some oatmeal. A little oatmeal. Some steel cut oats, yeah. maybe. A little coffee, uh, a little oatmeal. Yeah. 5.30. Do you do dairy? Oy. A little, a little bit of dairy. Little well, milk? Yeah, no, actually, we do like a, it's like an oatmeal milk or oat milk or uh, I don't know what she buys. That nut milk. <laughs> I, I love oatmeal milk. No, yeah. ju- <laughs> nut juice. Nut juice. But no, Jesus it's been Marky. great. Thank you so much for having me. I yeah, really man. appreciate it. This is a great show, and uh, I hope to come back soon. Tell, yeah, t- tell our listeners again where, when and where yeah. they can hear you. 93.1 WPOC. Country music. Give it a try. If you haven't, uh, you'll love it. 10 to 3. I'm on... Uh, we do a request do you, show, Delmon Steiner, noon to one. It's a lot of fun. And Laura DeYoung, by the way, I yeah. a shout out to her. Hell yeah. She's Golly. our morning show. Uh, she just celebrated uh, a few days ago, a few weeks ago. I don't know when this is going to air. Uh, it's uh, 35 years. Jeez. Wow. In uh, on WPOC, so congratulations. She seems. Her. I would love to meet her. She seems very cool, She's very down to earth, very not, yeah, super all friendly. those things. Yeah, um, one of my my closest friends here. I think I've asked you. This, would, do you think she would ever do this podcast as a guest? I don't know. I could ask her on maybe. a weekend, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I mean she gets up pretty early. We would. We do. Yeah, that's right. She does mornings, but we. Could, I mean, we would be willing to do a different time for her if she was into. It. Again, I yeah, she's interested, but you know. I'll Whatever. see what I can do. See what you can do. But thank you for coming out, dude. I had so much fun. I was excited. Thanks, guys. I know last time you came out, I was nervous because I was kind of like, oh, my God, this is it's kind of a big deal. No, no. Now I'm like, we're buddies. You you're know? a big we, deal. We BS back and forth. and I mean, you're still a big deal. It's just now I'm just comfortable with you. <laughs> no, I love you guys. Oh, I'm you, uh, you know, just muddling along here, just uh, watching you do your thing, and you guys are great. Awesome. Well, it wouldn't be a show without some trivia on the way out. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Let's keep it country for Bob. Keep it country. <sighs> Bob. I did so bad in the last one. <laughs> Bob, this is a layup. Deanna Carter's hit. Deanna Carter. <clears throat> He's Bob. <laughs> you're on. He's good. He's good. Bob's He's good. already passed. I like it. That was a test. Is Bob, that it? Bob, Can I go? Bob already passed. <laughs> good night. He's like, yeah. shit. <laughs> I'll start it like this. Pop icon, Chris Gaines. No, all right. So... <laughs> Dina Carter's hit, Strawberry One, yes. She's hot too. was inspired by what alcohol? <laughs> That's kind oh of an easy God. one. Numerous people passed on it, including Trisha Yearwood, meaning it ain't great. With the song? She, they passed on the, the song. song. No, the song Strawberry they passed One. On the, I believe it means Trisha passed on the booze. The booze. So what strawberry? What you're asking me? What what it, alcohol? What alcohol inspired right. the song "Strawberry One"? A wine cooler? I don't know. You're not far off. Hold Let's on, keep on. going down the rabbit hole. You, you <laughs> mentioned you mentioned Mad Dog 2020 earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, you're not far off. Ripple? Is it uh, Ripple? Never uh-huh. heard of Ripple. Uh, Ripple's Mad Dog 2020. Uh, 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 what was that? Um, just, uh, Jimmy Dean. What's that down on the? <laughs> so pepper down on the farm. Down, oh, oh, yeah, well, well, that's farm. What, oh, oh, now you're now yeah. you're in the right farm. Yes, uh huh. A per, perhaps a person's somebody's farm, like a <clears throat> like a, uh, a a like a boop. somebody's farm. Yeah, like a boop, like a. a, a <laughs> pretty sure he had a series with like a I don't think Bob's ever had, had this before. 
like what? A Boone's Farm. A Boone's Farm? Oh, he's never had Boone. Have you a ever wi- had Boone's Farm? A winery? Oh, Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Have it's, you ever heard of Boone's yeah. Farm? Boone's Farm is like okay. the shitty, I'm it's the equivalent it. of Mad Dog, uh, but you know? it's wine. Oh, it's, okay. I would say it's a step above Mad Dog. I did not but it's know shit. Uh, Okay, I was going to say, once you said farm and you didn't get it, I was like, I don't think he knows what Boone's Farm is. It's okay, Bob. Dina, Dina Carter's hit Strawberry Wine was inspired by Boone's Farm's Strawberry Hill flavor. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did it, not know that. You know, are you familiar with Arbor Mist? A little bit. So it's it's like I got Arbor Mist. The yeah. You know what? I, I I go Woodbridge and then I'm out. That's cool. that's as far as I know. It's or like it's wine. it's below Woodbridge. Like it's yeah. It's like because it, when I drank Mad Dog 2020 back in the day, I remember graduating to Boone's <laughs> Farm. Yeah, and we thought we were hot shit. Like we're drinking Boone's Farm here. Well, that's a great question though. I do not. I played that song a million times. Well, I there you know, go. No, no. Uh, that's you know, a good one. I think there's no other way to close this show. You guys are doing if your Bob Delman's taught us anything, it's that country is just a state of mind. <laughs> Thank you, Dark. <laughs> <laughs> A good night. This is a big timing comedy production.